Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. You know, two dudes talking sports. Well, when I listen to those two clowns, you can't do nothing but get your roll on. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. It's a vibe action. Sound good? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show! Actually, it's more like live from the corner of 6th and Market in beautiful downtown Canton at News Talk 1480 WHBC. Good afternoon and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Kenny and JT Show. Now, Kenny, before we get started, yeah. I just want to make mention and see if anybody knows anything what's going on in Plain Township. On my way before work, there okay. was a couple of big booms, man. We lost Ooh. power, and then it came back on. I'm like, man, what the heck is going on? So if anybody in Plain Township, North Canton, up around Middle Branch has any idea, or if you lost power and somehow you're listening on your car stereo, let us know what the heck's going on in Plain Township. Hey, well, what do you mean, booms? You heard some Dude, booms? I was getting ready to come to the program, and all of a sudden, kaboom! And then the lights flickered. They went off Ooh. for like a second. I'm like, oh, rats. My car's in the garage. Electronic garage door opener. I got to make oh. sure I get this sucker out of here. They came <laughs> back on, and then it happened again. Really? Kaboom! So when you left, did you have power? Yes. You did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you, like, called your – oh, you don't have an answering. Listen to me. Hey, did you call your answering machine to see if you still have power? No, but this is where it takes a weird twist. What? Because when I left, I called Lisa back. She's still at home. Okay. As I like to say, snug as a bug in a rug. She was all bundled up with the dog. And I okay. said, hey, man, is anything going on? Do you hear anything? Because I did see a couple of fire engines down the street, but I didn't know what they were doing. And she says, no, but I think I hear voices. Voices? What, is somebody outside? Somebody working on the lines or something? (laughs) No, the TV popped back on in the basement where I was. Oh, okay. Because when you've got the direct TV, it loses its signal. You think it's off. It comes back on. I'm hearing voices. (laughs) It's the TV. It's the TV, the voices. Bang. Hey, hey! by the way, they landed safely and, and uh, are exploring Paris, France, the Cavaliers and Tim Alcorn. Did you see the picture of the Cavaliers in front of the Eiffel Tower? It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Jared Allen was almost as tall as the Eiffel Tower it's from the neat. angle that it was taken. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I saw John Michael sending out photos on uh, Twitter or X or whatever it is. Uh, Tim, Tim Alcorn going to join us tomorrow, 3.30, to give us a scouting report on the Raptors and Paris, France. From Broadway to Paris, and everywhere in between. Why is oh, he wait. They're playing oh, the sorry. Nets. The Nets. My bad. I, I had Toronto wrapped because I bet against the Raptors. My bad. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're not the in Nets. Canada. They're in France. You know, the weird thing about this is, too, it's the global games. Do you realize there's only two global games this year? One they've already had. Somebody played New Mexico, or I'm sorry, right. Mexico City, Mexico. Okay. And the Cavaliers. Cavaliers in Brooklyn in France, question to you is why uh, they're not like two of the marquee franchises, right? 
Um, I don't know if it comes down to, you know, every team has to go in so many years, so you have to ask these teams and you say yes or no and whatnot and all that stuff. Um, But, uh, hey, what is today? Today's Tuesday. So Thursday at 2 o'clock, we're going to have a Cavaliers basketball game because it's an 8 o'clock start in Paris, France. Thursday, yeah. And that means six hours uh, you know, subtracted from that is a two o'clock start. So we won't be on the yeah. air at our normal time because you'll hear Tim Alcorn. Pow! I wonder if he learned any French. Like, do you think Tim? Al- we'll ask him tomorrow. Do you think he no. learned any French sayings no. to say during the broadcast? No, I think they're staying together. I also reached out to uh, Alex Simon. He'll be performing there with the two one six sticks. Yeah, I know he's been overseas before, but I don't know if he's ever been to France. Be interesting to see if we can get his take on how things are. And and how unique it is. And I'm wondering why the Cavaliers in Brooklyn, and maybe it's because maybe Dan Gilbert has business dealings over there. Maybe he's trying to buy some properties or something. You never know, right? Mortgage. Uh, They're they're globally growing the game. I saw Andy Parajal over there, too, uh, taking a picture. He was with, maybe he was with John Michael, the one photo that I saw. And I know they're trying to expand into Brazil now, and Andy's part of, uh, you know, growing the game over there. So, um, well, uh, that's the Cavalier story. The booms, JT still wants to find out what happened there. So call 330-450-1480. No, I said boom, not bang, boom. Uh, with JT's power outages for a short period of time, mm-hmm. right? Speaking of power outages, the uh, Washington Huskies last night Man. lost all power uh, in that 34-13 ass-whooping from the yes. Michigan Wolverines last night. Wow. Yes, Michael Penix Jr. is now working at Publix. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Publix. I came up with that one. That was terrible. He, uh, he got abused yesterday. Now, he wasn't sacked a ton, but they hit him on almost mm-hmm. every other throw. And the and we we were wondering about could Washington handle the physicality mm. of Michigan and the answer to no. that question was a yes. resounding no. Yes, welcome to the Big Ten, Washington. Now your big rival can be Nebraska. You stink. Yeah, they were bad yesterday, man. Jeez. I mean, really bad. That first drive, man, whoosh, hot knife through butter right Boy, down was the field. I seven wrong. Nothing. I thought you know every time Michigan, it looked as though they were going to face a formidable foe. It looks as though the only real formidable foe was Ohio State. They kept it within six with a yeah, chance when, to win when, at the end of regulation. You know, some people were tweeting today that the you know national championship game was the game between Ohio State and Michigan. Hey, Alabama led Michigan mm-hmm. into the final minute of that game, even with a questionable offensive line yeah. and quarterback. So, yeah, though, to me, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan were the top three teams uh, head and heel above everybody. Right. And then right. that next tier was Ohio State right. and the other teams. And the thing is, you have to throw – I was going to say the exact same thing. You have to throw Ohio State into the mix just for the mere fact that Washington beat Oregon twice. Yeah. What's that say about Oregon? Yeah. And uh, Buckeyes are going to play uh, against Oregon next yeah. year. Is that game at Oregon? Yes. Yeah, it is. So yes. that will be a, a, a great test for the Buckeyes mm-hmm. next year. But you and I were talking about this um, – as soon as that game ended last night, what did you say, about 11-15? Yeah. Yeah, right? And the, the, the worst nightmare happened for Buckeye fans, right? They lost for the third year in a row to Michigan. And uh, Michigan goes on and wins the national champion. You, you can handle an offseason where you lose to Michigan as long as they don't win the natty title, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? They were the best team in college football, cheating or not cheating. They were the most physical team. Not only did you lose to them, they're the national champs. That's the worst thing that can happen. But give the Buckeyes some credit 
because as soon as that game ended and Michigan is crowned national champs for the first time since 1997, what the Buckeyes do? They release the news that not only did they get a quarterback in the transfer portal, they may have gotten the best running back in all of college football from Ole Miss last night. Yeah, that was incredible because the timing was just such that you wanted to look and see what's going on, what's trending, and, and again, hats off to Michigan. What, yeah. what a way to put an exclamation point on a wonderful undefeated season considering all the things that went on off the field, right? Right. Buckeyes aren't sleeping on this, and I think it just has to do with the fact that it was just a matter of time and they were really working on things. And you know what's kind of, kind of weird in the whole scenario of this is the fact that Ole Miss, but the portal doesn't reopen until April, and you got your running back from Ole Miss, but the portal doesn't reopen until April, and you got your... running back from Ole Miss, but the portal doesn't reopen until April 15th. Yeah, you hope. Well, do we know if either one of them are enrolling now? Like, did they enroll no for classes now, or are they waiting till uh, you know, the, the spring or summer or something like that? I would probably have to consider the fact that if they didn't, it would be tampering. I see that. Uh, yeah, I don't know how this know. works, right? Because, like you said, there are two portal openings and closings. The first one is already opened and closed. The other one's coming up uh, in a couple of months. So I don't know how this works. But this kid by the name of Quinshawn Judkins, mm-hmm. all right, he's uh, you know former Ole Miss running back, 5'11", 210 pounds. He'll be a true junior this coming season for Ohio State. And he has already rushed for 2,725 yards and 31 touchdowns in two years at Ole Miss and is a two-time All-SEC running back. This dude, I went and watched a five-minute highlight, and again, they're highlights, but still, this dude is better than Trevion Henderson. <laughs> and I like Trevion Henderson. So if Henderson comes back, it's a hell of a one-two punch. If Henderson leaves, this guy is your feature back, and Dallin Hayden's his backup. It seems like a good running back room now, right? Better than it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, mm-hmm. this is a better running back room. No, Mayan Williams, nice ball player, bowling yeah. ball type player, you know, knocking pins over guys over at the goal line and whatnot. Chip Trainum was a, a linebacker, yeah. turn running back. Uh, good luck to him where Kentucky or wherever well, he's elected he did to go. go to but, Kentucky, and it makes you wonder whether or not this was in the works, and maybe that's one of the reasons he does transfer. Hey, word gets around. These kids all know each other, right? Word gets out on who's going to go where and what they're looking at and everything like that. So they got Kansas State's quarterback and Ole Miss's running back. Now, here's my question to you and our listeners, 330-450-1480. Is that okay that we had to go get somebody else's guys at the Ohio State to shore up some serious holes with the team. Is that okay? It's worked for Michigan. Their offensive line had transfers. You've had uh, starting quarterbacks the last two years in a row now. Next year and last year, you had starting quarterbacks that transferred to Notre Dame. Why isn't it? This is the way things are going. That's the direction of college football right now. Absolutely. It's free agency, man. I'm all for it because everyone's going to do it. Uh, I guess I, I just have to adapt to it, right? We and be do. glad that Ryan Day is adapting to it now after losing three straight games to Michigan, right? Hey, look, man, there was a reason you ended up with Justin Fields. Whether or not it's the transfer portal as we know it now or not, 
The fact remains, he transferred. They let him play. He didn't have to sit out. I don't know if the rules were the same when Justin Fields came, but we've done it first. That's true. I forget Justin Fields because it wasn't as big of a deal at that point in time yet. He was just transferring right now, this transfer portal. And by the way, kudos to Dr. Pepper and their transfer portal commercial. Freaking hysterical, man. Oh, my God. And that kid, he's a, it's my Dr. Pepper hand. It's good. (laughs) Oh, you can't, yeah, you can't use his Dr. Pepper hand. Brian Bosworth (laughs) and that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess. The pressure is on Ryan Day, and he got a vote of confidence, by the way, from the new president of the uh, uh, university well, yesterday. Yeah, but that's, you know, before, so. that's before Tennessee Titans fired their coach, right? <laughs> Mike Vrabel yeah. got fired about two hours ago. And, boy, wouldn't that look nice on the sidelines down in Columbus. Oh, boy. Now, here, here's my thing. If you're Mike Vrabel, if Belichick gets fired, do you put in for the New England job, or does New England come calling uh-huh. there? Or if you're Vrabel, do you take a year off to see what happens with Ryan Day and have Ohio State in your sights? You haven't heard any of the rumblings then coming out of New England, have you? No, what happened? There's a lot of uh, rumors going around that maybe Josh McDaniels goes back to New England. Maybe Vrabel comes and maybe Belichick moves into the front office. There's still meetings with Robert Kraft. I'm not saying that's what's happening, but I'm saying a lot of New England fans right now are excited due to the fact that not only did Vrabel get his, his name put in their ring of honor, apparently there's this new documentary that came out, and there's a lot of reflection back on us and we coming from Mike Vrabel. We being the Patriots, us being the New England Patriots, and maybe his heart is in New England. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Well, New England or Columbus, right? I mean, I've got to believe those are two cities that are high on his list for obvious reasons. Here's another but- one for you. Where did, he, where did he start his NFL career? Vrabel? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't remember. He was with the Steelers, wasn't he? Was or he, did he, he end was. with the Steelers? He started no, with the Steelers, I, didn't he? Great question. Great question. Yeah, well, Tomlin, unfortunately, you know, as much as I, I wish and hope it, it's not going to happen. Mike Tomlin's not, not going anywhere. Yeah, but he's right? hinted that he might consider retirement. Well, he ain't going, no. He, it, yeah, Tomlin, he starts off with the Steelers, 97 okay. to 2000. As a player, all right. I was trying to think as a coach where he started off. But as a player, you're right. Yeah, and then Belichick grabs him and uses him as a, a multidimensional tool yeah. uh, in New England. And then he ends up with Kansas City. So there's yeah. the, you know, the three stops for Vrabel. As, as a, a coach, he does start off at the Ohio State University. Yeah, Ohio State linebackers coach, defensive line. Can he come and do both of those right now right. for the Buckeyes? That'd be pretty awesome, you know, if he could do that. But... Do you think a guy like Vrabel looks at this NIL stuff and says, I want nothing to do with college football? Why? I'll, I'm happy trying He's to get a job to, in you, the NFL. You want somebody like that that's got the experience yeah. from the NFL. Okay. All right. Hey, Transfer all portal? Four. Listen. Yeah? Free agency. Who knows more about free agency than an NFL coach? Okay. All right. Uh, you know what? I, I really believe that if Ryan Day loses to Michigan – and even if they get in the college football playoff and loses again, he'll be out after next year. And don't give me this, oh, they owe him too much money. No. Come on. As we've learned in college football with famous right. alumni, they'll pay off these coaches Dude. like it's nothing and bring in the next guy. Listen, had Michigan not bypassed the game in 2020, Harbaugh yeah. might not even be their coach today. Do you think he – some people feel 
okay? Some people feel that they could have played that game during the COVID year, but he knew he would get his ass kicked again and could get fired, so they pulled out, and uh, that's when they started cheating and turned things around, and now he's the national champion. Yeah, I I don't know. And, and, you know, again, you don't want to take too much into this. You can read into it what you want. NCAA is going to continue to drag their feet with an investigation. I don't foresee anything happening to the program as far as vacating wins and or that title they won on the field last night because, look, you watched it, I watched it. I didn't expect that outcome. I didn't think they were just going to beat that team down, but that's a really good Michigan team, whether they're sign-stealing or not. And did you hear J.J. McCarthy's comments last week? We didn't even talk about this. He was talking about basically everybody does it. Everybody steals each other's signs, but the difference being that there's so much more on this Michigan apparently with buying tickets, videotaping, going to practices, and everything else that it really came uh, to the forefront of everybody talking about cheating. I I don't know that they did much more than anyone else has done in the past, but he basically said so. Yeah. You look at this, and, you know, he said they were um, innocent last. Harbaugh, UM is innocent. You know, of all the, and it brought us closer together. We didn't care what everybody else said. And hey, it worked for Maslin. Yeah. Maslin against the world. Totally they won different. their state championship, That's right? Different. Show hey. me, show me a team where their coach was suspended for six games that okay. won a division, a conference, or a national championship. This dude wasn't even on the sidelines for six of their fifteen games. Or heard of. Yeah, and that's where that 44 seniors comes into play, right? And, and they coach themselves almost uh, during his well, absence. I'll tell you where it comes into play. Their offensive coordinator is their defensive coordinator. That yeah. team plays the game the right way. They, they, they get into the huddle. They run the ball. They play great defense. That's exactly what you want to see from your team. You want to see a team rush for 305 yards. It just demoralized the opponent, especially in the championship game. And like I always tell you, defense wins championships. Case in point, 34-13 to 13 last night. Yeah, that, um, that was a heck of an effort by their defense, by the entire team. They were the best team in mm. college football. Uh, they beat Ohio State, Iowa, Alabama, Washington in the last four games. And I'll tell you what. If they were still stealing signs and still cheating, then they got bigger cojones than I ever thought anybody could have, uh, you know, if that helped them win. I don't think yeah. they were the last four games, uh, but if they were, I'll, hey, if you ain't cheating, right. you ain't trying, hey. and it ain't cheating unless you get caught. And they are the best team in college football because, you know, you can look at Georgia and say they were number one for most of the season until Ohio State kind of leapfrogged them, whatever happened, happened. But if you want to be the man, you better take care of Alabama in the SEC championship game they didn't get it done here's the thing and you have to give michigan credit for this they pushed all their chips to the center of the table this year right didn't care what anybody said about the cheating uh and the sign stealing hardball yeah six games he's out whatever they were focused they pushed them all to the middle of the table and they won and that's why when you get there Mm -hmm. with a chance to win and this is where the buckeyes have failed recently you've got to win it that year right last year the buckeyes had to, they were the better team against Georgia for three and a half quarters, and they failed and mm-hmm. should have won a national championship looking back on it now. When you get there and have that chance, mm-hmm. you better cash in, no, man. The big thing you already mentioned it is the fact that they've got 44 seniors and guys that yeah. came back. They decided to come back. What does it remind you of? We've talked about it a million times on this show. 
when Mike Doss decided to yeah. come back for his senior year, bypass the NFL, but there was no NIL that we knew of back then. So now you've got a team like Michigan that says, you know what, us against the world, let's get that sour taste out of our mouth by getting beat by TCU last year in the college football playoffs. Come back, let's win this thing. And it's kind of like what we've been seeing. There's, what, five guys that decided so far to return to Ohio State next season. Yeah. And maybe they start thinking the same thing. And now that they've got a couple of bucks in their pocket, maybe like the college experience, maybe love the fact that they're Ohio State Buckeyes, that maybe, just maybe, they play with that same chip on their shoulder next season, and let's see where it can take them. Let's hope they go out and get some offensive linemen. That's still my biggest concern well, for this eight. So far. It's, great. it's great to have Will Howard throwing the ball. It's great to have uh, Quinshawn Judkins running the football, but if ain't nobody blocking for him, uh, nobody going to catch anything or run anywhere. So that that's their their big. Dwayne and I have been texting all morning. Mm-hmm. You can imagine what kind of yeah. mood Mr. Pingaling's in this morning with Michigan winning the right. title last night. But, yeah, they, they've got to shore up the offensive line. Receivers are set. Running back set. Quarterback is set. Uh, defensive uh, line, Sawyer and uh, uh, three other guys are coming back, maybe four with JT, two of Malowal. They'd be set there. So uh, they just need to shore up that offensive well, line. What's going to be interesting to see is if there's any more changes in the coaching staff. Okay. And, and that's what you're really waiting to hear from because as we've been told for the last two weeks now, it seems as though – if Ryan Day wasn't able to commit to his former starting quarterback and maybe a couple other players on this team, we don't know why all of them decided to get, or the ones that did get into the uh, transfer portal. It's not just because you're unhappy with your playing time. A lot of times it's because they're looking to replace you. And I'm wondering if he's still looking to replace any of the other coaches on his staff. Well, we're hearing Larry Johnson's coming back for another year. So that's the defensive line. But offensive line, questionable. Uh, special teams, extremely questionable, yeah. right? So th- those are two coaches that I'm keeping an mm-hmm. eye on. Whoever, who, um, uh, Stru, is it Stru Drawa or Justin? He's Fry. gone, right? Fry took over for yes. Stru Drawa, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Fry is on the hot seat, I and think. Uh, um, who's the the special teams coach? Parker Fleming, Fleming and mm-hmm. Fry, the two Fs. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll keep an eye on the two Fs. Uh, and see if any either one the two F's get fired. We'll see if uh, that happens. So, uh, but uh, yeah, the Buckeyes at least did something after. And by the way, uh, you're welcome to right. anybody that was listening yesterday when we told you what what was the one guarantee that I said, regardless of who <laughs> not was going to win the game. Not we, you. I took Washington. <laughs> okay, but the one thing I told you was what Blake Corum will yeah. score a touchdown, right? Mm-hmm. If you wanted a sure bet, as close to a sure bet as you could get yesterday. Kid had 25 touchdowns coming into that game. And uh, Denny called up yesterday, too. And I told him, hey, Blake Corum, yes, guaranteed one touchdown. Now, I didn't have the balls to do it. I said, you might want to take him with two touchdowns. If you did, God bless you. Then you really cleaned up. But I had Michigan minus four and a half, Mm -hmm. and I had Corum, uh, you know, scoring at least a touchdown in that game yesterday. So (laughs) hopefully you cashed in yesterday. Hopefully you cashed in on some football. I, on the other hand, started looking for other things to watch last night during that boring game. I found the Andy Griffith show on MeTV. Watched a couple (laughs) episodes of that. Then I started looking about NBA. Now, we know the Cavaliers are out of the country Right. Did you hear the news in the NBA and the association last night? What? John Morant out for the season with a shoulder, had to have season-ending surgery. Tyrese right. Halliburton got a hamstring, but the good news there, he's only going to be sidelined for about two weeks. Okay, all right. 
I start to wonder, man, is the NBA turning into the NFL? Are we going to have all these guys go down? And let's remember this, too. We need. I consider these guys, even though they're in the association, Team USA. Okay. Moving forward to get Team USA back in the right direction, I think you need those guys healthy. I, I think you need, and, and now that seemingly John Morant is back in the good graces of the NBA, yeah. the way he plays the game, Kenny, He's yeah. got to be the face of the NBA, don't you think? Uh, One no, of them? I mean, no. Victor Wembanyama now is no, the No, no, no. I'm talking about American player. Okay. And this, American isn't, this player. isn't any diss wow. on anybody from outside the country. But mm. I think the NBA, and you made a great point right there. Can't be Giannis. It's right. got to be. If you, you need an American player, don't you? I'm, I'm, that's, I'm looking at the standings to see who that. Okay. Is it Jason Tatum? From the Celtics, is he the face? Maybe uh, of Team USA. You know, I'm trying to go up and down. Right, let's you take know, it from the... a marketing standpoint because you heard the other news today too, right? Tiger Woods okay. no longer with Nike. Yes, yes. Who's going to be the face of Nike? LeBron is still there. Okay. So is LeBron still the face of Team USA and the NBA? If he wants to play, right? I mean, I, I've got to think that should. he's still the most popular be. NBA player. He should be the Kobe of this generation. Okay. All right. Help guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and others, uh, you know, along the way. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit more later on as we'll talk some NBA. Uh, coming up next, though, Dave Jengo is going to join us, VP of Operations for the National High School Football Hall of Fame. The class will be announced tomorrow, the second class, announced tomorrow in Canton. I'll be emceeing the event. Dave's going to tell you all about it and when the class will be inducted in Canton Hall, uh, in Canton, Ohio, for the High School Football Hall of Fame. Stay tuned for that. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.